The result of the division is eyes 43, noes 12. The matter is resolved in the affirmative. The bill is passed. Every now and then, an issue comes along which breaks down business as usual in Canberra, which unites people under an idea, not a faction, and makes Parliament hit the standard expected of it. This debate has been good for the soul of the country, it's been good for the soul of this chamber, and it will be good for the souls of LGBTI children throughout our great country. Every day it is a great privilege to stand in this place, but there are some days which are of great moment, which change our country for the better. This is such a day. Yeah. The passage of the bill was also rapid. It took less than five sitting days. There were several attempts to amend it to expand the religious protections, but all were beaten by significant margins and rhetorical flourish. Like the search for the bunyip, the search for the homophobic florist goes relentlessly and unavailingly on. Next stop is the House of Representatives. Had the Prime Minister not cancelled this week of sittings, that debate would have started today. But with two MPs away campaigning for by-elections, he was facing a hostile chamber. But it looks like he won't avoid trouble next week either. The Greens have now thrown their weight behind a Nationals private members bill to launch a commission of inquiry into the banks, ensuring it'll pass the Senate. Support is likely in the lower house from Labor, the crossbench and potentially two Nationals crossing the floor. There are only one of two options. This legislation passes both houses of parliament or the Prime Minister announces a Royal Commission. They are the only two, two things that will happen from this point forward. So if I was the banks right now, I'd be getting ready. Uh, you're going to be facing a grilling. The PM is staring down those rebellious nationals, vowing there'll be no Royal Commission. But Labor has its own problems. Fairfax is reporting that Sam Dastiari allegedly tipped off a Chinese businessman that authorities may be tapping his phone. Whose side is Sam on? Not Australia's, it would seem. Why are you giving counter-surveillance advice to a foreign national closely linked to a foreign government? It's the same businessman who had earlier paid Sam Dastiari's legal bills, a transgression that last year cost him a position on Labor's front bench, albeit only temporarily. Well, he should resign from his position. I mean, Mr Dastiari looks more and more dodgy every time he catches up with his mates. Senator Dastiari declined an interview but issued a statement saying... I reject any assertion that I did anything other than put to Mr Huang gossip being spread by journalists. Opposition leader Bill Shorten did the same, saying, I've made it clear to Senator Dastiari that this is not the first time his judgment has been called into question, but I certainly expect it to be the last. I wouldn't want to have been Sam Dastiari when he got the phone call from Bill Shorten this morning. Bill has made it very clear that um, Sam's already had one breach of judgment. This is the second breach of judgment and uh, there better not be a third one. Tonight, an explosive recording of Sam Dastiari has emerged from an now infamous press conference in July last year while standing next to that same wealthy Chinese businessman and ALP donor, the senator says Australia shouldn't interfere in the South China Sea dispute. Thousands of years of history, 
It piles even more pressure on a young senator who apparently is already on his last chance.